Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Wasting away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost sugar song You know, as I listen to Margaritaville, there's a movie playing in the back of my head. There's a movie playing in the back of my head, and it's it's the lyrics that are... Uh, that are creating this movie. It's it's Jimmy Buffett. It's it's Parrot Heads. It's um, Southern Florida. It's it's a way of life. It's it's Jimmy Buffett. When I when I got on X today, used to be Twitter. When I got on X today and I saw trending Jimmy Buffett, I first thought I had Eric Alper. First thought I had was, oh no. And then I thought, well, no, it can't be because the, something's happened and it has something to do with his career, maybe a new, new album or something. Oh, no. And then Oh, no became Oh, yes. Eric Alper is with us. That Eric Alper, um, music publicist, won, what's it, 15 or 16 Junos and has been a, a finalist for Publicist of the Year. Uh, on a number of occasions, and is just a walking encyclopedia on music and artists. So that was my response. Oh, no. What was yours, Eric? Um, I'm not one for irony, and I don't really look at dates of the year of anniversaries to be all that significant, but I find it ironic that he passes away after the summer the official end of the summer of the Labor Day weekend on September the 1st, after everybody got to spend one more summer with his music when he was still around. Um, And especially, you know, the statement from the family said that he's had some health issues in the past. And it's one of the big reasons why he canceled his latest tour um, for the summer, which is always which is always a, a, a red flag when you get to a certain age as well. Um, so he has been sick for a while. Um, but, you know, the, state, the statement read that he was surrounded by family, friends, music, and his dogs. And uh, is there a better way to go? <laughs> no, absolutely that? not. Perfect. It's perfect, perfect. For a guy like Jimmy Buffett, who is so open and so breezy and so happy and you know, had so many great songs throughout his career that made good times even better. And it's just that. Well said. Well said. Somebody asked me years ago, if Jimmy Buffett would join a band, what band would it be? And it didn't take me two seconds. I said the Beach Boys. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Kid Basin and the Happy Pals. I mean, look, he he could join Nine Inch Nails and it would have been it would have been a pop band yeah, if Jimmy yeah. Buffett would have been in there. Yeah, yeah. He really uh he, he made people relax. It was like a way of life. Jimmy was cool, Jimmy was relaxed, and so everybody got cool and relaxed with him. Yeah, especially you know you 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 know that era of music of the 1970s with the Captain and Tennille and Doobie Brothers and Dan Hill um and Jimmy you know, they, they sold a lot of records, but fell out of favor very, very quickly with the holier-than-thou music critics who wanted Iggy Pop, and they wanted Kiss, and they wanted real music. But in the last 15 or 20 years, there seems to be very much a resurgence. Um, there's specialty channel, channel devoted to Margaritaville. 
Um, there's definitely um, more and more people that are listening to his music simply because it doesn't go away. You know, off there, you were telling me that you had his first album, and I kind of joked like, you know, you were one of the few that actually bought it because he got dropped after that first album and didn't really break until a couple of years later. But now that music is available all the time. So Jimmy Buffett is probably bigger now before his passing than he might have been 15 or 20 years ago, simply because all the videos, all the songs, all the album, it's all there for people. I was programming a radio station in Montreal. I was just a kid at a job way beyond my age. But but it was heavy duty, hard, heavy, heavy rock. And so I knew my way around that music. And so I was, I guess I was suited for it. And then this album uh, appears and some guy by the name of Jimmy Buffett. I looked at the cover and I thought, oh, we're not playing that. But, you know, obligatorily, you have a listen. And I heard Come Monday. And Eric, I played it. <laughs> I played it again. And then I played it again, and I still I'm not playing this on the air, but I'm taking it home. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's so that that's you know the power of the DJ works in very many ways. Um, what what's amazing about it is that during that time too, when that first album dropped and 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 it didn't sell, it didn't even break into the the Billboard album chart. Um, he kind of you know situated himself in New Orleans in the French Quarter, just busking playing on the street, just him and his you know, acoustic guitar, just kind of figuring out what he wanted to do. And, you know, you talk about luck in the music industry, and I know you and I have talked about good, you know, right song, right band, right yep. artist, right time. Yep. And um, ABC Records, which was one of the big labels in the U.S., had Jim Croce. Oh, yeah. Jim passed Don't mess away. around with Jim. Right. And Bad Bad Leroy Brown and all of his hits. Jim died unexpectedly in an accident and the label then took a look at Jimmy and said, you are our new singer songwriter. You oh, no kidding. The guy pumping oh. all the money and promotion into it. Wow. That's, that's quite the story. He also had Jimmy Buffett had quite a connection to Canada, particularly Newfoundland and Nova Scotia because he had family there. And I heard on a newscast earlier today, I didn't know that, that he would, he would quite often go to Newfoundland and just play, Sort of local concerts there, just because he has family. He had family in the uh, Atlantic provinces. Yeah, yeah. His dad, when, when his dad was a sailor, he ended up, you know, taking. You know, it's kind of like write what you know. And he used to, you know, listen to those stories that his dad used to say, and that's where he ended up, you know, with like, you know, a white sports court and like changes in latitude and changes in attitude and and all of those amazing singles were kind of based on. You know, even his novels, like A Salty Piece of Land, which I'm looking at from like early 2000s, it's all sailor. It's all ocean. It's all water. It's all breeze. Of course, you know, he kind of took away the rough edges of being a sailor away from your family and all of that. But that um, that that rainbow style of, of being on the sea and relaxing and being at one with the earth, he was very much like that. And look, we haven't even talked about the fact that he was a billionaire. By the time that he passed away, using Margaritaville as, you know, the brand and the stepping stone to not only bars and restaurants, but to senior compounds around Florida. It was such a the perfect lifestyle. He lived a perfect lifestyle for what he was selling, too. Yeah. Have a listen to this, Eric. Up. 
All of the faces and all of the places Wondering where they all disappear I didn't ponder the question too long I was hungry and went out for a bite Ran into a chum with a bottle of rum And we wound up drinking all night That's Bruce Springsteen light. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, the lyric lines, man, it's the same thing, you know? It's uh, yeah. 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 Bruce Springsteen came from Miami. Oh, I didn't know that. Hey, listen, uh, is this music going to survive? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting that when you look into a, a Jimmy Buffett crowd, it's really everybody from 12 years old to 80. Yeah. And he really did grow up with his audience, and his audience grew up with him. And they were able to afford the luxuries. You know, it's the baby boomers. That, yeah. that were able to buy the condo, go on the boat trips, um, take those luxurious vacations. But yeah, I, I think sooner or later, that generation is going to, uh, I mean, certainly his streams are going to go up over this weekend. Absolutely. And I think as time goes on, I think a whole new generation is going to discover what it's like to really chill out. Yeah. You know, it's, if, we, uh, if we were to uh, do this, go ahead. We're a little slow sometimes here. This is not rock radio. They don't have the timing. But if we were, <laughs> Eric, and if you and I were to go onto an intersection and we were to play this on the radio, you would see people singing along because they all know the words. Yeah. Oh, I, absolutely. You know, and and I, I get it. Like, I know that there, there's a lot of listeners out there that will say, you know, I only know the one hit, even though he had like 14 billboard hits. But all you need is the one. Yeah. All you need is the one with with that feel good energy where anybody, wherever you are, it automatically <laughs> you play this song and it should come with a little bit of warning that the temperature is going to rise seven degrees from wherever you are <laughs> when you play this song. Nicely done. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.